If you want to go further and add some fun and versatility into your hunting program, check out Can-Am's Defender. Pretty soon I'm headed to my buddy Doug's, and we're going to be running around in Doug's Can-Am because it's like, it's fun. You can get around quietly, easily, all over his property. It's just versatile. Oh, I love it. To find your next Can-Am or to shop online and get serious about backcountry travel, Visit canamoffroad.com. Turn something that you kind of dread driving around into something you love. Visit canamoffroad.com. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX Off-Road Map and Navigation app is the best fully functional GPS when you're out of service. Offline maps allow you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. Montana Casting Company is a performance fly rod and reel company based right here in our capital, Helena, Montana. Each model of fly rod is a tribute to Montana's rugged beauty and adventurous spirit. Their rods capture the look, feel, and craftsmanship of a custom-built fly rod. Scott personally calls every customer who buys one of his rods. Head to montanacastingco.com and use code MEATEATER20 at checkout for a one-time 20% off discount. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia. I am your host, Spencer North. We are joined by a couple special guests today. We have Michael. How do you say your last name? Is it Kamon? Come on. Come on. Like, come on over here. Come on, bro. Come on. What other versions come on, bro. of that? Come on, man. Um, Michael Mon, like the K's silent. Oh. Um, K-Man. Ooh, K-Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are kind of the most variations that I hear. Right on. Tell folks what you do at Meat Eater. I am the partnerships coordinator, so I deal with all of our brand partnerships and uh, making sure that we get uh, some of the right gear at the right time. Yes, like Chester and Seth's boat. Everyone's best friend. He gets walleye boats. (laughs) Everyone's best friend. We're also joined by Brent, who you just heard on the podcast a couple days ago. What did you guys talk about today? Uh, Tell him, Brent. Brent West, High Peaks Alliance. Uh, We talked about the land access initiative that Meat Eater helped us secure. Shiloh Pond for our community. We talk about land conservation in general, particularly like private lands and the public conservation. I like it. Brent, this is Meat Eater Trivia. This is trivia you're not going to get from Jeopardy, Trivial Pursuit, or any bar and grill trivia. These are born out of Meat Eater's four verticals. What are they, Steve? Uh, Hunt, hunting, fishing, wild foods or the culinary world, and conservation. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. We've played nine times so far. Steve has won four times. Brody's won twice. And Clay, Seth, and Giannis have all won once. So, Brent, if you didn't know this, you're in the room with some heavy hitters. Oh, we listen, though, he's like, I've already <laughs> sussed him out. I already sussed him out. He's like, uh, he's competitive. Okay. He's a contrarian. A little bit of a know-it-all. <laughs> Perfect for me to <laughs> oh, no, 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 I think he's going to do just fine. <laughs> Sounds like you were describing yourself for a second there. (laughs) I I didn't want to say that. (laughs) 
<laughs> he's going to fit right in. And he's kind of studied the game a little bit. Ah. Well, I, I buffed up on a few yeah. of the recent He knows uh, kind of the ones. Yeah, he knows the he knows kind of how it works. Good to know. Before we get to trivia though, uh, I want to talk about the possum scroll from a couple games ago. A couple games ago, we had a visual question where the prompt was a photo of a possum with its scrotum stuck in a fence. We posted that picture to Instagram where we got nearly a thousand comments. Again, if you want to see it, you can go to Instagram and check out at Steven Rinella or at Spencer North. Have you seen it yet, Giannis? Yes. What'd you think? Mm. I don't know. That's it? It's painful. That's it? Yeah, I mean, we've already seen it with like squirrels and other animals. So, yeah, it was like another scrotum in a fence. Must happen quite <laughs> often. That happens a lot. Well, I don't know. Judging that we've po- posted f- three, four pictures of scrotums, you know, between fence boards. Just another hairy nut. Oh, man. When did we post photos of things hung up by the nuts on fences? I think you posted one of. Definitely like have a, seen it like in squirrel. Washington, D.C., a deer that was jumping over a fence. Was that you? Uh-uh. Go on. All right. Well, I went through all 1,000 comments and picked out some of the best. I'm now going to read those comments to the room, and we're going to select which is our favorite. Then, Michael, our merch guy, is going to march over to the merch room and grab a couple hats or water bottles or shirts or whatever, and we're going to send that to you as a reward for making us laugh. You guys ready? Is oh, the, I, I thought is, Michael was going to march over there and get some paint and get out the T-shirt press and make a new meat eater T-shirt. No, you're thinking of Hunter Spencer. What what do you think you got that we could give <laughs> why, away? Why are you rolling your eyes about that? Well, because he didn't need to have some artwork. It was just going to be this this quote or this line it was just going to be so funny that Kamal was oh. going to make a new T-shirt. <laughs> hey, out is the of guy it. that said he won't be grinning for long or not going to be grinning for a while? Is that in there? That's one of them. All right, okay. I will get uh, to the comments and uh, we'll select our favorite at the end. First one. Only a few more of these picks, and you boys got a new calendar. That's from <laughs> Mister Mac. <laughs> That's a good one. I showed this to my husband and had him guess what it was. He immediately knew it was a possum, and now I can't decide if I'm impressed or concerned at how quickly this man could ID a varmint scrotum. That is from Ashley D. Evans. Next, we have, I know a pine squirrel is just licking his lips off camera. Ooh, that's good. That's, <laughs> that's good. from Haunt Life Dad. Then we have, he won't be grinning for some time. That's from A. Figs, which Steve had already seen. You like that one. Uh, next, we have if now Steve in the caption said that the possum wasn't harmed because, as we know from the person who sent us that photo, they got the possum loose and the possum walked off and disappeared. Yeah, a lot of people questioned like what unharmed means. Yeah, this person says if your definition of unharmed includes getting hung up on a fence by your scrow, then we live very different <laughs> lives, Steve. <laughs> yep, that's the one I like. Uh, next one. This is from the plagued Mandalorian. He says, now that's what I call balls to the wall. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, the next one. Someone broke into my truck for the third time in two months, and it's cost me over $2,000, but I'm suddenly feeling a lot better about my life after seeing this. That's, that's from good. Danny Feltner. Uh, number eight. I knew they weren't my old mans because they've been in my mom's purse for years. <laughs> from Tarbender77. And the last one uh, from Michael Murray is that fence is forever tainted. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Which one should we pick for Michael to send something to? Number eight. Second to last. Second to last. The, the old mans because they've been in my mom's purse for years. Yep. What does yep. this side of the room think? I ain't got to agree. I got the, me the, to smile. Oh, if it's just like a chuckle factor, I, I chuckled more off that one. All right. Tarbender77, thank you for making us laugh. <laughs> Michael, what are you going to go send him after this? 
Oh boy, I bet we can probably find some pretty good meat eater merch, some good hats, t-shirts. Um, who knows? Maybe a little workshop sharp pocket sharpener. Ooh. Mystery box coming to you, Tarbender seventy seven. Awesome. We are now on to meat eater trivia. Play the drop. Okay, Phil. I have a question to just bring up real quick. <laughs> What's to the up? Room. Hold the drop, like, Phil. <laughs> hold the drop, Phil. What uh, is there? Like, a, I wonder if there's like a threshold in the animal kingdom when like. Who can support their own weight with their nuts? <laughs> oh, and who can't? Well, yeah, but it's also being supported by like the. Oh no, you're right. Because at some point they're going to squeeze through the fence. Yeah, I don't think it'd work for us, Yanni. Yeah, like oh, no, it. I think it would. <laughs> it like, like if you no, know, you could take you could take someone and 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 what do you call the base of a what is the base area there? Stump. Yeah, because. <laughs> Oh yeah, but you know what? It's like it's not the base where it comes out of the pelt. It's like the yeah, just the base of the scroll itself. There's no way. Yeah, that would be extraordinarily painful <laughs> to no, find out. No, I'm sorry. It, there's no way that it would hold your weight. <laughs> no, I disagree. Like, oh man, no way. Uh, it depends on how how like the crack in the fence. Let's say, let's say that was just steel, no. steel plates. <laughs> Two welded steel plates. So the plates aren't going to give out. And say it was Chester. He's probably about 120 you, pounds like wet. There's like a 316. Running, running from a MIP in college or something, hopping fences. Okay. If the skin didn't break. A half inch gap between two welded steel plates and you, and you, and you slide someone's scrow through no that way. crack. No way. What would happen? You're saying that it would squish through the crack? Uh, either the skin would tear or your nuts would just oh, collapse. I think and... something's tearing. Yeah. Something's tearing. We'll probably never know. We, you know, we should talk to <laughs> Alan Lazara. He might be able to help us out. Yeah, instead of dividing the animal kingdom into vertebrates and invertebrates, Yanni's going to do a new division. <laughs> we should be like, can you hang? <laughs> He's playing like, uh, name that thing. He's like, could you hang it? By the basement scroll. <laughs> Further updates coming. I will talk to Dr. Alan Lazara and try to get us an answer. He's our resident physician. Do you have the normal amount of corrections you need to do? No, that's it. Oh, you did a good job. That's that is the correction is uh giving Tarbender a mystery package for his comment about a possums package. How, he, job, how he ruled out that it was not his old man. That's right. Hold the drop, Phil. Got it. All right, now he now he can play it. Look, I'm Need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! All right, the first question, as always, is going to be multiple choice. The topic is whitetails. A recent study on a 30,000-acre property in Georgia used trail cameras at bait sites to monitor how deer behave when played different sounds. When motion was detected by a trail camera, it would take a video and play a noise that was roughly the volume of a dishwasher. What type of noise overwhelmingly spooked the most amount of deer? Was it non-threatening birds, wolves, humans, or coyotes? Again, this was in Georgia on a 30,000-acre property where a trail camera monitored bait sites and it would play a random noise when it detected movement. Which one of these noises spooked the most amount of deer? Non-threatening birds, wolves, humans, or coyotes? Did this place get hunted? It did. 
What? Why are you giving tips? I feel like that's a fair question. I thought it might even come up, so I was ready to answer. I about put it in here. It was not a high fence operation. I really do not like that you answered Brody's question. Well, yeah, because then the it's next like, question I could be like, would be like, well, have these, well, was it this? Was do it these that? deer live in an area where there are natural wolves in the, around? Yeah, why Georgia? Georgia? You've never answered a question in your life. That's not true. The life of trivia. Life of trivia? It's, it's, it's total bullshit. Yeah, it's I got an answer. I think I'm probably right, too. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody. Oh, Brody, Brody. Oh, you... Like, it, Brody, already, it, wasn't, it already wasn't, like, rigged enough in Brody's favor talking. now. Brody saying humans. Michael saying birds. Chester saying humans. Seth saying wolves. Yana saying humans. Steve saying humans. Brent saying coyotes. Winners and losers. We got all over the board here. The correct answer is humans. Ah! Aha. I still got it right. What Brody have? Brody got it right. Yeah. <laughs> the study showed deer were twice as likely to flee from the sound of a human voice than any other large carnivore. This was no surprise since humans represent the greatest threat to adult whitetails in Georgia. The real surprise was the reaction to wolves, which deer feared the most out of any of the predators besides human. Here's a quote from the lead researcher who said he was shocked by the result. At first, it was kind of a head scratcher. But it makes a lot of sense. Deer co-evolved with wolves in the eastern North America. Deer have existed with wolves far longer, and coyotes are the relative newcomers. For more on this study, you can check out Lindsey Thomas Jr.'s article on DeerAssociation.com called Shut Your Venison Hole, You're Spooking Deer. Ooh. I like that title. That adds some credence to uh, your dad as a kid telling you to shut up. Deer do not like human voices. You know weird part about that study? Is when they're looking for like a, 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 a as loud as mm-hmm. that they came up with as loud as a dishwasher. I feel like that's a good comparison though. Yeah, like I hear just, that and I know what volume it is. Yeah, which is interesting that you know what I mean. If you're curious what the humans were talking about, they had four male voices and four female voices that were talking about sports. Oh, they weren't like I'm going to kill you. No, they weren't threatening <laughs> them. On to question two. The topic is cooking. What is the term used to describe a vegetarian who also eats fish and seafood? What is the term used to describe a vegetarian who also eats fish and seafood? And spelling definitely doesn't count, right? Doesn't not gonna not gonna ding you. A confident room. Does everybody have an answer? Not confident. Oh, not confident from across the table. You done, Steve? Yeah. I, I was going to write down my old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? No. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying pescatarian, pescatarian, pescatarian. I got nothing. Uh, nothing from Seth. Oh, Everyone I got to change mine. I got to yeah, change yours, mine. Yours is wrong, A man. Pescavore. <laughs> We're not going to give it to you. That is not correct. Right. The jokester who wanted to write that. down my ex-girlfriend. I didn't mean that. Couldn't Son come up with pescatarian. What you got? Pescatarian. What does Brody have? Pescatarian. A 2020 oh. poll. You need to stop worrying about me and worrying about yourself, <laughs> man. <laughs> a 2020 poll oh, showed I can't believe I screwed that, that up. about 68% of Americans are meat eaters or omnivores, 8% are flexitarian, 5% are vegetarian, 3% are vegan, and 3% are pescatarian. Then there's another 13% 
who identify as other. What's a flexitarian? The flexitarian thing's so stupid. It means that like they, they like eat what they want when they want. It's like everybody yeah, else. So they're just, Why like, are they not just rolled food? into everybody else? They're considered a casual vegetarian. Yeah, it's like I'm mostly vegetables except for when I'm Saturdays. eating meat. It's like, dude, you're just like everybody else. <laughs> like it's the stupidest thing in the world. It's like they want to be able to be like morally superior, but still eat burgers. Eight percent of Americans identify the stupidest thing in the world as a flexitarian. Did they mention it's like I'm car- totally carnivores? celibate? I'm totally celibate, except for when I have sex. Except for when I want to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we are on to question three. Topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Gino Ketchum. If you have a question you think is right for Meteor Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeteor.com. Now, before we do the question, this is the best question I've ever received from a listener. <laughs> I love wow. everyone who sends in questions, but this question from Gino is the cream of the crop. And for everyone who writes in from now on, this is your new bar to beat. There is only one state that has closed regulated hunting seasons for both elk and alligators. What is it? A stumped room so far. I'm not Hit me again. One state, there's one state that has closed (laughs) regulated hunting seasons for both elk and alligators. That means there's an opening day and a closing day. Okay, so it's not that what there once was. Right now, this year. It should just say a regulated hunting season. There are issues if uh, if you just say regulated. Oh, okay. There is one state gotcha. that has closed regulated hunting seasons for both elk and alligators. What is it? Again, thank you, Gino, for sending well, in the question. Hold on a minute now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know what Spencer's saying. I, I, I know don't, exactly because listen, if you saying. go into the... Montana's trapping regulations. Uh-huh. Wolverines are still in there. There's just no units open. There are units open. Okay. For, you get a tag. You fill the tag. One state. I completely understand you. what you're saying. Okay. Spencer. Steve, is, you got him worried now that Brody so, knows it. Especially with that detail you added a little later. <laughs> what was the detail he added later? You asked about what closed meant. They said there's an opening day. Oh, and a closed closing day. I don't know what you call the last day. Giannis, have you even written anything? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Does everyone have an answer? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, we don't have many uh, gators up in Maine. We got it. Good. Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Arkansas, Mike saying Texas. Chester saying South Carolina, Seth saying North Carolina, Giannis saying North Carolina, Steve saying North Carolina. Brent saying South Carolina. I erased Virginia. Well done, Brody. The correct <laughs> answer oh, is you Arkansas. You gotta be kidding me! Really? Oh, I don't think they have an elk season in North Carolina. I don't know. Do they? Apparently not. <laughs> now Texas does have a closed alligator season, but does not have a closed elk season. All elk in Texas are considered exotic species, That's meaning you can hunt Texas them year round with no bag limit. But in Arkansas in 2020, there were 47 elk and 170 alligators harvested. Both seasons take place in fall, but their distributions do not overlap. How come Clay doesn't hunt? Is Brody gators? playing a perfect game right now? Yep. He is three for three. Oh my God, man. Stop worrying about me and concentrate <laughs> on yourself. <laughs> a lot of game left. We're on to question four. The topic is public lands. Name one of the five least visited national parks in 2019. Mm. Name one of the five least visited national parks in 2019 these are attendance numbers from the national park service i'll do you one better well i ain't gonna talk <laughs> confident steven not so confident brody 
No. The rest of the room is somewhere in between. 2019. In 2019. Well, Chester knows. No, I don't think, but I've got it. Again, name one of the five least visited national parks in 2019. Does everybody have an answer? No. no. <laughs> I don't have a good one. Better start a timer because I want all the time <laughs> I can get. We're running out of that time. I can't even think of a national park There's right gotta now. There's got to be a limit. Like the big ones. There's got to be a limit. Everybody got an answer? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Death Valley. Michael saying the Acadia. Ooh, Chester saying that. Glacier. Seth without an what? answer. Giannis saying Big Ben. Steve saying Gates of the Arctic. Or suck it, Brody. <laughs> I like that national uh, park. And Brent. <laughs> I, I put Maine Woods Monument. Maine Woods Monument. The five least visited national parks are Gates of the Arctic Number in Alaska, Kobuk Valley in Alaska, Lake Clark in Alaska, Isle Royale in Michigan, and North Cascades in Washington. So only Steve, I think, got it right. Yeah, buddy. Good job, Steve. <laughs> he started thinking about himself. Yep. Yeah, I started to yep. stop fixating. No, I was very fixated. Minus, Brody, the, minus the suck it, Brody. He's <laughs> <laughs> going the aware. opposite direction. We're on to question five. We'll get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is biology. Lynx rufus is the scientific name for what North American animal? Lynx rufus is the scientific name for what North American animal? Seems as though nobody knew it right off the bat. So, going to have some educated guests in the room. Mm-hmm. Lynx Rufus. It definitely is that. <laughs> Unless it isn't. Lynx Rufus is the scientific name for what North American animal? Can you spell it? L-Y-N-X space Rufus, R-U-F-U-S. I took a wild guess and I'll probably be embarrassed by it. <laughs> Lynx Rufus. You know it, Yanni? I think. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. I went with a trick question. We have Brody saying Bobcat. Mike saying Lynx. Chester saying Bobcat. Seth saying Lynx. Yana saying Ruffed Grouse. Steve saying Lynx. And Brent saying Pine Martin. The correct answer is Bobcat. Nice! so good! <laughs> Go, man! Really? Chester and Brody Damn, bro. got it right. It would only, it's like... I want to go back to where Brody doesn't even know that these are happening. (laughs) (laughs) Some biologists recognize up to 13 subspecies of bobcat. The Mexican bobcat, which is the smallest and southernmost bobcat in North America, has been on the endangered species list since 1976. There have been multiple attempts to remove the Mexican bobcat from the list since 2003, with delisting proponents citing that it's not a valid subspecies, but as of 2022, it's still considered an endangered animal. Phil, hit us with a scoreboard update. You know those old, like, kind of boxing posters? <laughs> yes. They have a very distinct look. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. And it's like two guys. And you got those little Rodney Dangerfield yeah. swimsuits on. Yeah, from, like, that's uh, going to be our yeah. next t-shirt between you guys. Um, Seth Morris, you have, zero, you have zero points. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Michael and Brent have one. Giannis and Steve have two points. Chester, you have three in second place. And in first place, it's uh, Brody Henderson. With what? You have four. Four out of five so far. 
If you win, Brody, who are you going to give your money to? I'm not telling you yet. Oh. It's like thinking ahead. <laughs> i got to focus on, on the next question. We are on to question six. The topic is gear. This next great question comes to us via Jimmy Miller. If you have a question you think is right. Jimmy Miller. Yanni's Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy Miller? I don't know. He hit me up on the trivia inbox if it's him. Yeah, that's not how he would do it, probably. I bet I there's it. a million James Millers. You want to hear a great there. Jimmy Miller story? Yes. Yanni's Jimmy Miller found a deer. You know when you when you cut hay bales loose and how they always like hang all the cords over a fence post or whatever? All this do you have do you know this story? No, I don't know the story. So he looks out his window one day and where he's been throwing all of his hay bale cords, there's a buck all tangled up in there. And he goes down and frees that buck up. And guess what the first thing on that buck's mind was after he freed him up? Eat the hay. Kick his ass. Oh, <laughs> how bad? I don't think there was any injury. No, that's yeah. he's like, as soon as I get free, I'm going to beat the ass of this dude who's freeing me. I like it. <laughs> Again, this question from Jimmy Miller, maybe that Jimmy Miller, maybe one of the other thousands of Jimmy Millers. If you have a question you think is right, send it to trivia at themedia.com. There are four states in the lower 48 that don't have a Bass Pro or Cabela's. Name one of them. There are four states in the lower 48 that don't have a Bass Pro or a Cabela's. Name one of them. Four states that don't have a Bass Pro or Cabela's. God, these are good. How, how long does it take you to do all this, Spencer? To write a whole show? Uh, like four hours, probably. Hmm. Takes a minute. I bet. It probably takes longer every time. Yeah, inbox is getting fuller and fuller. Oh, Pete, you're getting a lot of, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. engagement, Yep, as they say in the media business. That's right. Good for me, though. Does everybody have an answer? No, hold on one second. Oh, I can't make up my I'm mind between confident. two. Seth, good. Go. Brody? Oh, I gotta pick Can one. Seth pull out of the hole? <laughs> it's a deep freaking hole right now. <laughs> You're going to have to go. Uh, no, no, no. I don't mean like the winning going, hole. I mean just out of the hole. No, I yeah. feel like just oh. getting it. <laughs> on the board. Give me one right is deep right now. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody Ooh. saying Rhode Island. Michael saying New Hampshire. Chester saying Wyoming. Seth saying Rhode Island. Giannis saying Connecticut. Steve saying Rhode Island. And Brent saying New Hampshire. The correct answer is North Dakota, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Wyoming. Wow. Wyoming's a surprise. So you guys did pretty well. Where's New Hampshire? (laughs) That did nothing to to help my gaining on Brent. I had Hawaii down, but man, I changed them. Well, that would be a big mistake because I said lower 48. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> On the contrary, Texas and Florida lead the country. He's too busy about where he's going to spend all that money. <laughs> Texas and Florida lead the country in Bass Pros and Cabela's. Texas has 14, while Florida has 12. Alaska actually has a Bass Pro and Cabela's in Anchorage, but Hawaii doesn't have any. We are on to question seven. The topic Can you, is uh, real Deer quick, Camp. What's up? A little more about your process. Uh-huh. Where'd you get that question from? That was from the inbox that Jimmy Miller hit me up at. But did he give you the answer? Yes, and then I fact check them. And then when you go to do your little educational tidbit, mm-hmm. did he give you that too? No, but some folks uh, do. But they'll give you little tidbits. Probably seventy percent will just hit me with the question and answer. What do you call the tidbit part? Probably not that. It's a horrible name for it. I don't have any. Uh, it's trivia name for about it. trivia. No, it's when true. he does a little, uh, you know, he kind of like he kind of dolls it up in the end with an educational moment. Uh, a tidbit. Tidbit. Yeah. 
We are on to question seven. The topic is Deer Camp. This is an audio question. Phil the Engineer is going to play one minute of what I consider to be the worst song about hunting ever written. <laughs> you need to tell me who the artist is. I think I know already. I'm already writing it down. Again, I am looking for the artist, not the name of the song. Out in the sticks with the squirrels and the ticks and my 30 on six. I'm running out of Miller Line trucks and park. The dog won't bark a couple hours till dark. Wishing one would walk by Might as well left my gun in the gun rack Been here all day All I killed's a 12-pack Sitting here waiting on a deer Drinking beer and wasting bullets Aiming at the empties Missing hidden pine trees It ain't my fault Them cans keep moving My baby's on the phone saying Baby, come home where you been And what you been Can you make it stop? <laughs> Again, the worst hunting song ever written. You need to tell me who the artist is. Some confident folks in the room, Michael specifically, needed to hear about two chords before he knew the answer. I didn't even need to hear Does that mean I really anything? Love Willie Nelson. <laughs> I knew exactly. You you so you're going to be out of the hole now. Does, Spencer, does well, that mean you think Michael has one, poor yeah. taste in music? <laughs> Uh, not necessarily. It sucks to not be a country fan, ain't Steve? This song oh, came fans. out when I was in college, but I forget the artist, so I wrote another. Is that old? Yeah. It was I like, would have thought this would be one of those. It feels like Waylon or something. It's like 2008 or something. Yeah. Does everybody oh, like have an answer? No, no, I don't. I don't. Um, oh, I know. Can I change mine now? You know, it's not too late. Okay. I just need to I think pick I just, a country mm, guy. Merle Haggard. It's not country. It's not Merle Haggard. <laughs> that wasn't country? I don't know. The lines are pretty blurred these days. My brother says you can still tell by the voice. The music doesn't tell, but yeah. if the, vo- the voice tells you. Yeah, so think, what, what would you label, label that yeah. one as? It's, it's very much country. You, 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 you got to pull the instrument. You take the voice out and listen to the instruments. You might not know. But you take the instruments out and listen to the voice. You know because the the, the drawl. Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. I don't even know if this is we a have Brody person. saying Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan, Chester saying Jason Aldean, Seth saying Luke Bryan, Giannis saying <laughs> Luke Bryant, but I, we'll, we'll give you Luke Bryan. Steve saying really? Dr. You know I had Dre. Bryant? You don't have Brent to give it to saying me. Luke Bryan. That's close enough. The correct answer really? is Luke what Bryan. Oh. What were you going to put on the end there? Brody, you no, knew you I had, had Bryant. Not Brian. Oh, that would have been close. Brody, you knew you. that? You knew the worst song ever? Worst But I like only because I have a couple buddies that listen to that trash. Uh, again, that was drinking trash. beer and wasting <laughs> bullets by the I'm just kidding. Yes. Brody say, I'm, I'm, I'm one of Brody's <laughs> buddies that listens <laughs> to that trash. Brody thinks he gets a lot of mean emails already. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you were Spencer weren't... said it was the worst song ever. Listen, if they don't make only bad songs about hunting and fishing in that genre of music, they go on about everything. Right. If Listen, you... I like that genre of music, and I agree. It's the fucking worst song ever written yeah. about hunting. Yeah. If you weren't paying close attention to the lyrics... Let me help paint this picture for you. Luke Bryan has crushed a 12-pack of Miller Lite. He's in his pickup with his dog and is using the empty cans for target practice, all while trying to kill a deer. 
His girlfriend is blowing up his phone, probably because she doesn't want her drunk boyfriend to poach a deer. Later in the song, he says he's already on his second box of 100-grain 30-odd six bullets, which I have to assume that he hand-loaded because despite Midway USA selling 117 different types of 30-odd six ammo, there isn't a single box that's less than 125 grains. All of these are reasons why I consider it to be the worst song ever written about hunting. Does he mention his kids in there? I don't think so. Oh, I thought he said something song about kids. came kids. out in 2013. I thought he said kids always moving. If it was nowadays, cans he probably would be wasting who? bullets. He's trying to shoot the cans. The cans are always moving. Do you know who wrote that song? I doubt it's him. I don't know. Well, what's that Die Youpers song? You all you. I was expecting the Die Youpers. Yeah. Do you I was already, uh, I was already turning point buck. Yeah, I was already writing Die Youpers. No, that song's I great. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be Fred Bear. Quit that'd be the greatest so much noise. You're I, waking me up. You know, you know, I knew I it wasn't going to be Uncle Ted. I don't think that's that the greatest song, song ever. I don't think that song is even by Die Youpers. I think that's a misconception that everyone has. Uh, now I'm going to have to look it up. Die Youpers has like a whole the, album of hunting songs. But I think this one's by like the something bananas. Tur- you're talking about Turdy Point Bark? Yeah. Oh. No, I don't know about that one, but I mean, Die Youpers, they have an album. Now we're, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Do it next time. All right, next time. That'll be good little corrections says, for you. Do you do, okay. Everybody should check out Shad Rap, too. <laughs> Shad Rap? Are they a walleye Sh- band? Shad Rap. Uh, oh, kind of that same. <laughs> we are on to question eight. We will get another scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is fishing. There are four types of bullhead in North America that have a color in their name. Tell me two of them. Four types of bullhead in North America that have a color in their name. Tell me two of those colors. When's the last time you caught a bullhead, Steve? All the time. When's the last time? Last spring. Really? What was the occasion? Fishing. (laughs) Don't you don't say. Where, where you don't say. <laughs> the the lower Yellowstone has bullheads. Yeah, I like it. My mom's dock has bullheads. We call them horn pout in Maine. Oh, that's good. Whoa, I never heard that. Does everybody have an answer? Giannis, go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying yellow and brown. Michael saying brown and green. Chester saying yellow and white. Seth saying green and red. Giannis saying black and yellow, Steve saying yellow and black, and Brent saying brown and yellow. A lot of people right. The correct answers are white, black, brown, and yellow. Woo! No red bullheads, Seth. Which one? I think the yellows are the big ones. Damn. Brody's still way out in the lead, though. Although most folks consider them rough fish, bullheads were once a top target for commercial anglers. Pat Durkin wrote about Minnesota's bullhead economy, and how a century ago they were one of the state's most sought-after fish. He also covered how a bullhead bootlegger killed three game wardens in 1940 when they asked to see the paperwork for 1,300 pounds of bullheads he had in the man's barn. You can read that article on Meteor.com. It's called Bullhead Murders, the Day a Fish Bootlegger Killed Three Wardens. I got a quick story for you. And uh, apologies to Tommy Edson because I'm going like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to screw up deep parts of the story. But the, I'm staying true to the integrity of the story. Who's Tommy Edson? Buddy of mine out in, out in Washington. He's a fishing ass fisherman. Fishes a lot. Uh, some old man he knew grew, built a pond, and he wanted to stock the pond with bullheads. So he says to Tommy, he goes, I'll give you a dollar for every bullhead you can bring me. 
not like grossly underestimating the enthusiasm with which Tommy would have tackled this problem. So he eventually gets buckets of bullheads and presents them to the old man thinking he just struck it rich. And he said, the guy looks at it and all those buckets, he goes, yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, get us a scoreboard update. Uh, here's the thing. Brody has seven points and, uh, Pretty much can't lose, but one person can possibly tie it up, and that person is Chester, because he has five points. So we would need Brody to get the last two wrong, Chester to get the last two right. Would we play it out if it became that he couldn't be caught? I suppose. Why not for Fonzies? Maybe he wants to, uh, well, he can't get the record of 10, which he holds. <laughs> Steve's getting ready to walk out the door. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I'm really ready to go. I, it's just, Steve, I just what can't. You, what you could do is give me the answers, you know, if you really want Brody to lose. Oh, at this point, can me and Chester tag team? <laughs> no. The no. topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us via Chef Sean Wiltrout. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Name two of the three ingredients that make up the Cajun Trinity. Mm. Name two of the three ingredients that make up the Cajun Trinity. How you feeling about it, Chester? Not really good, um, but you never know. How you feeling about Brody? Good. Oh. Chet, we were just we were just down there and did all that. Yeah, I know that, but. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. I, wasn't, I was running around grabbing I, shit and packing he was, gear. He was, and... Buy, he was running around buying shit for the Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Uh, hang on. <laughs> Watch me get it wrong. Go well, with your I, gut. I guess, I guess. Yeah, man. I guess I'm just confused on the Trinity thing. He's like, shrimp. Boudin. <laughs> Great fish. Gator bites. Uh, <laughs> green wing teal. Name two of the three ingredients that make up the Cajun Trinity. Gator bites. Chester, we're running out of time. I don't know, man. <laughs> do, do you have two things written down? I do, but... Go ahead and reveal your take answers. Let with Chester. We have Brody saying onion and bell pepper. Mike saying green bell pepper, onion, celery, Chester saying, let's see the board, Chester. It's not right. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's just see, Chester. Doesn't, no. doesn't have an answer. Chester, I was going you can't, with like listen, the, you can't not show the answer. I was going for like the Creole. Chester, I wrote, show the answer. I wrote Creole, Creole like the seasoning and fish, all right? Let's see it. <laughs> Why are you being so, what's it say? I got my glasses on. What's oh, Creole, Creole and fish. Creole and fish. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Chester. <laughs> Seth saying onion and bell pepper. Yana saying onion and bell pepper. Steve saying onion and celery. And Brent saying celery and pepper. The correct answer is bell pepper, onion, and celery. Don't give it to Brent. The key difference <laughs> no between... Bonus points for all <laughs> that, that's one of the best well, ways to cook pepper. fish is pepper's a, bo- I know, pepper's Kubion, a little bang. Eh? I, th- I feel like it's like... Not, it's not specific enough. The key well, you difference. Think they write it down. They have the the Cajun uh, definition book down there. Yeah. <laughs> now the key difference between a mirepoix and Cajun Trinity is that a mirepoix has two parts onion, one part pepper, and one part celery, while the Cajun Trinity is equal parts of all three. Some refer to it as the Holy Trinity or the Pope when you add garlic to the Cajun Trinity. Well, oh, that should have been a bonus one. Man. Oh, that could have been a bonus. Yeah. What's the Pope? 
You think you'd have got it? Yes, I would have. Because like I said, we just learned all this. Brody, I, w- I wouldn't know what the hell you were talking about six months ago. Uh. Yeah, same. Brody has wrapped up the victory, but we have one question left. The topic is varmints. Tell me the name for either a male or female badger. Chester is wearing a Wisconsin badger shirt, mind you. Tell me the name for either a male or female badger. The victory is wrapped up for Brody. It's the rest of the God, room. It's so anticlimactic when this happens, man. How could this have happened? Oh, you know what Brody told me uh, after the, the one episode he wasn't here? He went back and listened, and he said he would have gotten seven correct and tied you, and he felt as though we should have a tiebreaker for it. This is like when the Bears beat the Patriots super bad in 1984, and you just knew how it was going to end early. It's like the one Super Bowl Steve watched in his entire life. Does everybody have an answer? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I did watch that one. I think that was the last one I watched. Again, tell me the name for either a male or female badger. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying a vixen. Mike saying a bull, Chester saying a buck, Seth saying a boar, Giannis saying a boar, Steve saying a vixen, and Brent saying a sow. The correct answer is a male badger is a boar, and a female is a sow. Ooh, me and Brody both got it wrong. I was going after a Bucky I, the Badger. Uh, what were they? Boar and sow? Boar and sow. Badgers are boars and sows. Other animals I referred to as bear. boars and sows include hedgehogs, mink, pandas, raccoons, skunks, and you're course, wrong about mink, bears. buddy. A buck mink is a buck mink. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. That makes me dro- pull, that throws this whole thing into question. Here's the issue. <laughs> here's here's why I chose badger because that one has agreed upon terms, but squirrel, for example, does not. Some, when you look it up, some say squirrel is a buck and a doe. Others say it's a boar and a sow. That's why I Kevin Murphy goes a buck, don't he? Yeah. That's Big why I specifically buck. went with badger on this one because there's there's no nobody calls him a buck. Steve is the Nobody last, calls him a last, the last of the, the mink men. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this he or not. He knows. I'm the oh, last yeah, of the old mink men. Yeah. We call him Minky now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brody, what do you do with all your money? Well, that's Spencer's job. Can I, can, can I, can, can it go to our land access initiative? Oh, yes, dude. There we go. Brody, where's that money going? Uh, we're going to put it right back into Meat Eater's land access initiative. And you're Ooh. telling me that the last episode, you guys just talked about the land access initiative? That's right. Good on you, Brody. I like it. Brody, I got a hand to you, buddy. That was a good performance, thank you, man. Thank you. You were real sport about it. Well, this, <laughs> looking back on it all, I recognize you does a hell of a performance. Thank you. Some tough thank ass you. questions. Phil, how many points does Steve get? Not many. Uh, let's see here. Steve and Brent tied, uh, by the way. And Giannis, right. you, you put <laughs> in the second rivalry. place, the six. Yeah. A, we're so. at him. No one pays attention to a rivalry when it's a rivalry <laughs> among the losers. <laughs> the mediocre. <laughs> It's like a close rivalry for third place. Yeah, there and it, this is like uh, Talladega Nights, right? Like you're either first or you're last. Yeah, you don't you game. don't get like a fifty dollar donation for second place. Yeah. It's an all or nothing deal. You don't even get a medal. God, Brody's a formidable participant. Oh, man. Like I like having him here, but I don't like having him here. You know what I mean? <laughs> now we got a small got ways to go to catch up to you. You're, you're right there. We got a small uh, meat eater trivia hiatus, but more trivia coming at you soon after that. Well, you, you know, he's got to do better sign off than that. You're trying to host the damn what, thing. What are, you, what are you looking for? What do you want? Like Slow something, to make, make a, like a, a, a slogan for something yourself snappy. or something, man. 
Uh, and with that, I'm Spencer Newhart. Yeah, Brody defeat off. Steve. Signing <laughs> off. <laughs> Spencer Newhart. Something like, um, till then, ladies and gentlemen, see you next time. Over and out. This is Spencer Newhart. Something like that. Yeah, don't get your nuts on. Yeah. Don't get <laughs> Coming in the next episode of Media Trip, we're going to have an answer about what would happen if Chester was running from the cops, crawled over a fence, and got his scrotum stuck between the planks. 